Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Connor Livesy, joined by my co-host tonight, Mark Schofield. We're joined by a very special guest as we have Georgia linebacker Nakobe Dean on the show. Nakobe, man, how you doing? Doing good, man. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be on y'all's show. We are pumped to have you on. I know Mark's busy uh, doing a lot of draft profiles. I know you're busy. Uh, th- this offseason has been a whirlwind. Uh, combines, pro days, all of that, man. How how's it been? You know, you 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 haven't really done any of the testing or anything, um, but you're you're you've been taking meetings, you've been doing visits, you've been to all these events. How's it been for you? How busy has it been, and how excited are you to kind of get that that process over with and get ready to uh, get down to business? Oh yeah, um, it's been a lot. You know, it's been busy. You know, it keeps you busy, but you know, it's part of the process. You know, it hasn't gone exactly the way I wanted. With a little bit, a little bit uh, hurts there. Injuries there, or I haven't been able to to do um the you know the combine and pro day the way I wanted to, but you know I give everything uh stand on the stand on the uh you know the experience and the and the work of my agent, you know um and you know everything been good though been a big learning experience learning from different teams uh learning uh, trying to learn a couple of ways to lead you know how the teams are how their um, attitudes are. How uh, you know at the same time they figure you out, you figure them out, and see like uh, how they are. So it's been it's been great all along. Nicole, what was the experience like playing for that Georgia defensive front? So many athletes up front. You guys were so mm-hmm. incredible at getting to the football, both against the run of the past. What was that experience like playing along that defensive front? It was great. You know, it was great to have a uh, uh, to have a, a team a front like that. Uh, to to know that we had possibly the same front last year, just uh, with with the addition of uh, people, it was just you know everybody just had to you know up their game and feel like this year every, everybody just kind of came together and and just showed and showed what we had. You know, I feel like we we've been had the talent, the talent been there. We just had to uh, we had to go, but all in all, it was great playing with uh, playing with my brothers. You kind of answered my next question, but I, I wanted you to expand on it a little bit. You know, you guys have been such a good program in Georgia for so many years. You've been close, you know, to getting to the national championship, getting into right, that right. final four or whatever it is. But um, what was it like to finally just take that next step? And I mean, again, it, you guys were the favorite pretty much, you know, you, you, you beat Alabama and then it was, it was, you guys were the favorite for most of the year. What, what was that like just taking that next step and feeling like going into that game, like, Oh, it's going to be a tough task, but we got the guys mm-hmm. on board. We got the coaching staff on board. We just got to go out and do our game and, and finish it off. Well, yeah, it was uh, – we was confident. You know, we was confident going into every game, you know, uh, even the game we lost, you know. Right. We, we come from hour to the end of the game. Uh, I feel like we're supposed to play 
supposed to play like that. You know, uh, even though you say we was the favorite for most of the season, it never felt like that. Right. Uh, just the way we, just the way we prepared ourselves for each and every game, the way we went into the game, the way we played with the chip on our shoulder. It, it never was um, us being the favorite and uh, us trying to defend our title. We just wanted to just beat everybody up. For, for sure. I was going to ask you, I know it got a lot of run afterwards, but you had the, the little, confu- I say confusion, but I just think your instincts work so much faster than everybody else's on the field that the, the big play where they almost scored a touchdown, it got broken up, and then Channing Tindall had a, 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 a pressure on the next play that resulted in incompletion. Was that overblown? Or I mean, again, like I look at it as a guy who's just dedicated. Like he sees it, he he goes and reacts to it, and he wants everybody to play on the same standard he is. Can you talk about that and how much maybe that got blown out of proportion? I mean, uh, me, me and Tanner, me and Tanner, we uh, we close. You know, I know him. <laughs> uh, I know how to get him a tick. You know how to give me the tick. But it's, it's the same way with the whole defense. But it's my guy. That's my guy. It, it, it was in the coming. No place. Uh, Malice, you know, even even going through this process, talking to uh, a couple of NFL coaches, it's been it's been a few that probably uh, that, that that frowned upon that, and you know I understand, you know, uh, but that's just kind of how we 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 had that's just kind of how we had our right. relationship, uh, um, our relationship there. But you know, all in all, I don't think I wanted to do uh, win the game, you know. Uh, I don't think it was a pressure situation um, down in the red area. Could uh, almost was a critical mistake, but you know, all in all, we we national champions. Uh, and Hold, that is my brother. And, holding and, people accountable. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Kobe, one of the things that stands out watching you on film is your speed, sideline to sideline. You look the mold of a true sideline to sideline linebacker. Is that something you think is going to certainly help you at the next level when you have to match up against backs out of the backfields, tight ends, and what teams are you doing in the run game right now? Yeah, definitely. You know, speed kills. You know, and I feel like uh, you got to be able to run and play. You got to be able to run uh, to play to play linebacker these days. And you know, I feel like definitely from from playing in Georgia and the, the three linebackers we had, we couldn't do anything else. We, we knew we could run and uh, get to that ball as fast as anyone uh, as anyone in, in the league. So. Um, Definitely, I feel like uh, you know being able to run it and being athletic enough to cover uh, tight ends and running backs and even receivers uh, is is a big part of the game now. I know you didn't get to run any forties or anything this off season, but I'm sure you have over the years, and I'm sure you and Lewis Seen, Quay Walker, Channing Tindall, probably even Jordan Davis and Devontae White, you guys have had some races after practice where there might have been a timer on it. What what would you have ran if you did run in this off season? Uh well, first I want to say we we probably did race because we <laughs> in Georgia being in Georgia your body be so beat up after practice that you don't even want to like you don't even want to race you get some extra work in but you don't want to race right but uh me I'm be honest I was uh my times I was two four 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 five range and what? and that was that was my time. Which it absolutely blew my mind that it was even a topic of conversation that they were like, maybe he's not working out because he's not fast. I'm like, do you guys not watch the Georgia defense well, at all? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, me, you know, me being a little into here and there, it, I mean, it rose some eyebrows. People think I wasn't, I was right. faking it or something. But uh, I mean, I know, I know what I am. I know. I said I wanted. I, I, 
I wanted to get out there and come out and do everything and do the whole workout and, and also at pro day, but it just didn't happen like that. But you know, right. uh, guys playing, you know, control what I control. Nicole, speaking of workouts, we saw, you know, what you did on the field with your play speed. We saw what some of your teammates did, Jordan Davis, Devonta White at the combine. So I got to ask, what were those strength and conditioning workouts? <laughs> because you guys just all, whether it was on the field or at the combine, you're either running out of the gym or testing out of the gym. What were those workouts like? They must have been crazy. I mean, yeah, the workouts were crazy. Uh, Coach Sinclair, uh, our head strength and conditioning guy, he got us right. Uh, day in and day out, he had us uh, working and running. Um, basically, you know, um, some people, I don't know, I feel like we work the way we worked at Georgia, you know, we kind of, they kind of, it kind of worked us to the bone, you know, until uh, you, you felt like you wasn't at your best. And now that we was in a, a controlled environment where they, they only focus on you running and you, um, feeling good. I feel like at Georgia, we pushed through so much, uh, so much as far as you tired and, tired and you got to push through it and uh you heard you got to push through it and you got to the environment where like oh, no you're not feeling good it's okay you can sit down right now you got to the environment where it was like that and it just you know uh maximize the way we felt uh our not really in our legs and everything and and i wanted to ask you know like you're obviously the whole defense has that speed athleticism the suddenness mm-hmm. that they play with i mean it's it's freaky to watch but something that i think that is one of your best traits is your instincts, your just ability to see something before it happens. And that makes you, I mean, we talked about the play with Tyndall where you're like, you were the first person on defense that sees that happen and you, you're able to react to it before a lot of other people and even a lot of guys on offense do. Is that something mm-hmm. that just came naturally to you as a high school football player, you know, first year of college, or is that something that you worked on and developed throughout your career? But definitely it was, it was, uh, it was always a uh, see ball, get ball. So it was like, uh, in high school, that's kind of how I started, you know. Um, then, you know, learning, being able to learn our, uh, my my defense in high school, which wasn't much at all, it's kind of like if something happened, uh, somebody, like, busted the plate, it's kind of like I already knew uh, what had happened, you know, uh, what had happened or who, who man was there in the plate. And um, it took it took me a minute to uh, get used to that in Georgia just because coming in, I'm being honest, coming into Georgia, you know, I don't play man, I don't got to uh, – game so i didn't even know what cover zero cover none of that was so i had to learn cover zero to cover nine figured it all out um so basically learning the playbook and and, and knowing what's uh who's who who got who who's supposed to be where uh you know this just helps you out on the field you know uh just in case they got questions and things like that so you know i kind of pride myself on trying to be in a, uh being a problem solver one of the things I wanted to ask you about, we see so many zone run concepts, both in the college game and the pro game now. At Georgia, how did you guys on the second level handle sort of inside zone? We see some schools stack track and fall back. Other schools handle it differently. How were you guys taught to sort of fit up on the second yeah. level against inside zone? Definitely. For the most part, at Georgia, we was, we was what you said, stack track, you know, fall back type of. But uh, most of the time, we was like in the over front. We have basically the A and B guys as a linebacker. Uh, depending yeah. on if we was in the mid front, you probably fit behind a zero nose. But most of the time, we were stacking, you know, keeping our depth. Uh, we didn't do too much, uh, too much as far as shooting gaps and getting a lot of level. To, uh, say it was three by one in the over front, one of the linebackers walked out of the box, and we got a safety who was uh, sitting at 12 yards behind us. He got the B gap, and I got, and I'm sitting in the A gap. You want to uh, be patient just in case the running back shoots that B gap right now. 
where you can kind of like fight over the top, keep your depth, fight over the top, right. and, and help their safety, uh, at least the body position, or, or possibly make the play before the safety gets down. Because you know they come in, they come from twelve when I'm already at like five. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Exaggerations and half-truths aren't new in politics. But now, with AI, people can create fake videos of candidates to sway your vote. I'm former U.S. Attorney Preet Bharara, and I've teamed up with technology expert and law professor Nita Farahani on my podcast, Stay Tuned with Preet, for a three-part miniseries, AI on Trial. Our second episode presents the hypothetical case of a hotly contested Senate race that is derailed when the leading candidate is accused of using AI to enhance his performance and hurt his opponent. How are we supposed to know when the technology becomes very difficult to validate something as truth or lies? Do existing laws, policies, and government agencies sufficiently safeguard the political process? Political speech is so tightly protected under First Amendment that it makes regulating in this space a real challenge. And what needs to happen to protect democracy in time for the real presidential election in November? When our elections are so close, where it comes down to nail-biting endings, a few voters here and there can really lead to differences in outcomes. The episode is out now. Search Stay Tuned with Preet wherever you get your podcasts. Absolutely. Um, I was curious, you know, we always ask this question to, you know, the the wide receivers or the corners or quarter, whatever it is, but you ask, Hey, like, what was the best player that you went up against at Georgia? Or, Hey, what was the you know biggest play for me? I wanted to ask you as a linebacker in the sec that saw so much explosive offense, who saw so many different concepts on offense as a linebacker in the sec, what's the one thing that frustrates you the most? And, and that's a t- I know that's an open question that could, we could probably spend hours right. on talking, but like what stresses your skill set the most? Is it play action heavy offenses that just have that in the back of your mind? You got to worry, okay, is it a handoff? Is it the read option? Is it a heavy passing game that just stresses coverage the whole time? Is a linebacker going into a week, a matchup? What is the one thing that maybe nowadays you're like, okay, I'd prefer them to do this over that, if that makes sense? Uh, well, you know, a lot of teams were like RPO teams. You know? Right. So it, it, you can't you, – definitely you got a good quarterback reading it. Um, like uh, what Alabama like to do, they like to get into uh, FIB or four-strong load, and they like to get – they like to do the uh, the RPO game, um, which we kind of had a – we kind of had a knack for, but it, it was it was what it was. It was like – it was never like something that we just try to sniff out. You got to play the job. You got to uh, do it on this. Because they read you basically off the RPO, and we just got to react and make a play. Uh, but I, but to really answer your question, the thing that I think put the most stress on us in college period linebacker is the um, is the unbalance. You get to, right. uh, they can't do that in the league, but um, in college, you know, they can do all type of unbalance. And you know, uh, in Georgia, we we ran a real, real complex system, and it was times where uh, we had we we got all type of unbalanced checks. 
depending on what type of front we was, like over front or mid front, it, it changed the check. So uh, just things like that, I'm seeing days and unbalanced and trying to change the call and get everybody right. Another thing that stands out watching you, your sort of man-covered skills, whether it's in space, you had the pick six against Florida where you basically aligned out on the boundary, or as sort of a weak side backer where you get that weak side option. Your man-covered skills, how well do those set you up to transition to the NFL, do you think? I feel like they set me up nicely. I, I definitely feel like they can continue to improve, you know. I feel like um, there are opportunities for me to make uh, more plays on the ball and I need to make them plays. If I, I feel like I feel like, and I feel like this thing with anybody, if your hands get on the ball, you should uh, intercept, you know? So I feel like um, you gotta make, you gotta take advantage of those to take away opportunities. But I feel like uh, man coverage and what they're gonna ask me to do in the league, I feel like it's gonna all, it's gonna all transfer over uh, nicely. I wanted to give you a, uh, ask you a question that I know you've probably talked about with some teams and all that, but we talk about you know, being able to play on third down, whether it's an edge rusher, whether it's a linebacker, you know, that that down is the money down in the NFL. Um, you just talked about a little bit of your coverage aspect of your game, but I want to talk about your pass rush aspect of your game. Is there something that maybe team we've seen it with guys like Micah Parsons recently where maybe they don't have that pass rush like nuance that a lot of the guys have as an outside linebacker. I know you played inside a lot at Georgia, but what do they see you, what do they see your biggest trait being on third down, whether it's coverage um, or pass rush, where do they see you making the biggest impact at on third down on the next level? Be honest, we haven't, I haven't, I haven't talked into depth of what the team see me at uh, so much on third down. Very usually just regular down things, but um I, I do. I feel like whatever they want me to do, I feel like I can uh, figure it out and do it. You know, they want right. me to be a person who blitzes and rushes the passer, or or covers the running back, or uh, you know, um, you know, covers shadows the receiver. You know, whatever they need me to do, I figure. I think I'll uh, find out how to do it and do it to the best of my ability. In a couple of days, I'm going to be putting together your draft profile for USA Today, and they always ask me to put in a player comparison. And so I'm going to ask you, Nicole, to sort of make my job a little bit easier. When I write your player comparison, whose name should I put next to that on the on the report? Yeah, I, I wish I could make it easy, but I, I might just make it a little tougher right here. But <laughs> well, if you want to make it tougher, too, that works, too. Give me a bunch of names. <laughs> When when people when kind of people ask me who I compare myself to, I don't I don't think I do. I don't think I compare myself to anybody. I feel like it's more so of a, um what I do is I, I, I take bits and pieces of uh, everybody else's name. You know, um there's Leonard, the way he attacks the ball, punches the ball off people. Uh Zach Cunningham, the way he uh takes on blocks in uh, in his run game, uh Eric Kendrick's uh the way he his own coverage, the way he uh you know, have a knack for taking the ball out of the air. Uh, Roquan Smith, his passion and effort that he plays to get to the ball. So, uh, just just to name a few. Of those guys, you know, uh, I just I like to take bits and pieces from different guys, even guys in uh, even guys in um, in college. It, it don't matter. I feel like if it's something that I see a linebacker do or a DB or or a D line, anybody, I feel like if I see them uh, use something, I feel like I can take a if I, if I like it, I try to. Uh, use it on my game and see how it is, how it works for me. I love that answer because you get, you know, you talk to linebackers and they all want to, they always say Ray Lewis or they all say, you know, pick the all pro linebacker, you know, Hall of Famer. And it's like, I love when you take, you got like Zach Cunningham that's just, I mean, he's so good against the run that you, you take bits of his game and then you pair it with Darius Leonard or or Eric Kendricks or 
a guy, you know, I love Fred Warner, who's like, you take aspects that each of those guys game, you pair it together, and that's how you get a complete linebacker, which, yeah. you know, again, I, I view you as that, and it's not even close. You know, I, I have a have a really high grade on you without, you know, coming out and telling you it's, it's a guy who I think can cover, he can run, he can hit, he can blitz, he can do all those things that you want these linebackers to do at the next level. Um you, you mentioned something that I like asking guys. You know, I, I always ask guys like, oh, the NFL player that they compare themselves to or they watch on tape. What are some of the guys in college that you watch and you kind of take from? Maybe guys who are coming out in this draft class or guys who are still in college that you you have a high praise for. So, for me, uh, most of the time I was – I you know, during the season, you really kind of don't watch uh, – unless you really want to. You don't kind of watch them to see who um, – to just, just basically see little uh, bits and pieces. You just watch them kind of – for the next game, but of course, me being in the SEC, I was able to watch guys like uh, this year, like um, Christian Harris uh, here in Toto, um, Demond Clark. You know, uh, watching it, watch, just watching those guys, and, I'm, and I and I see them make plays against teams and everything like that. So I feel like yeah, those get my break, praise. You know, you you live back in the, in the SEC, you gonna get my praise regardless. You know, the Kobe playing all them guys. Obviously, you're getting ready for the draft. You're working out. You're putting yourself ready to step into an NFL locker room. But when you get a chance to sort of unwind at the end of the day, what is it you like to do to sort of get away from football and just sort of go to a different place? What it is you what is it that you like to do in your spare time? Right. So since school has been outside, I was a big just schoolwork guy. I usually always just work on schoolwork. Since school has been out, um, I've been like I, I've basically been trying to find out what to do with all the time that I spent <laughs> studying in college. Uh, but you know I like fishing. I haven't been able to go fishing or anything like that because um, I was always working in things. But uh, I feel like this this uh, this process. The thing I have done most is like read articles and read different things. You know a lot of things about business. So like um, you know I'm trying to get into the business world and what makes business successful. What makes them successful you know uh things like that um nfts and um and basically the crypto uh blockchains and things like that so i just kind of be you know i'm, I'm interested in it because it's, it's it's everywhere you see it on like commercials and tvs and um, youtube ads and all and all those type of things so it's like it's interest it's interesting i want to like learn about it you know just in case i can uh, possibly take advantage of it myself explain an nft to me because i'm it's been a huge thing for so long. I I'm glad you really asked cool that. I was going to ask it too. I'm going to say, well, so NFT is what 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 I hear is like a non-fungible token, you know. And it's um, and at first my my first thought when people be like, I, okay, I got this NFT and it's just look like a regular picture. <laughs> it's like a, a regular picture, and it's like I'm thinking I can just screenshot that. Right, that's that. what I said. But, uh, <laughs> and, and that's what you think, but it's like it's more so. Um, it's different because I think, like when it comes down to like who, like the numbers behind the picture right. and with an NFT and things like that, when it comes down to that, it's different, you know. And it and it holds a certain value. It's a different type of value than just money and just money and gold and things like that. That's why, as far as that's why I know about it thus far. So do you do do you eventually sell it? Right. You uh well so. I feel like some people it, it, it's your personal choice, but right. So some people making will make an NFT and then they sell it, and that's how they kind of getting their uh, capital off of it. Some people are uh, buying NFTs right now to like hold on to it, uh, hoping that the um, 
that they're either price range as as a collectible or they're price hoping that the price of the NFT will rise over the years uh from popularity or things of that sort. Um and then they they hope to sell it down the road for more money. So it's almost like a digital like I've recently gotten big into like the card game, like like you know, all, mm-hmm. trading cards pretty much, but that's that right. market has blown up. So it's almost like a digital version of that where you invest, you, you get something, you, in, it's like an investment. It's like, well, five years down the yeah. road. Okay. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Ha- have you got, have you done that? Have you spent a lot of time doing that? Signing the autographs on the, the Panini trading card yet? Has that been something you've, you've had to dabble in? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, uh, we haven't quite got a contract right for that yet. So I haven't really <laughs> did no cards, no trading cards, not yet. I'm pretty sure it's coming soon. Yeah, that that is a hot thing. I'll tell you that much. A few a few months ago, I was like, "Why has this gotten so big?" Because as a kid, you know, you go to Target, you go to Walmart, you know, there's the boxes of cards before you you checked out, and you always just got your your mom or dad to pick you up a, a box or two. But nowadays, those things are like five or six hundred bucks, and it just blew my mind when you realize how expensive they were. All right, I got one more thing that might turn into another. This always happens. I don't know if Mark okay. has anything else for you, but um. I uh I always like to ask this question to guys we have one, but when when if I had had you sit down and build the 2022 modern day linebacker in a lab, take bits and you kind of did that with what you do from film study, but like what is the best version of a 2022 linebacker if you had to build it? What would Nicobe Dean's laboratory linebacker look like? Uh, I'm gonna put it like this. Um, I'm gonna be a little biased just because they're my guys, but. Me, Channing, and Quay. Love it. Uh, you, take, you, take, you take all three of us and kind of put it together. Uh, you know, taking little bits and pieces off, you know, Quay's body, of course, he's he, a physical, physical specimen. Maybe Channing's uh, explosiveness and speed. Maybe my uh, cerebral and, you know, coverage, coverage abilities. You kind of put it, all those things together. I feel like that's the that's the best, you know, modern day linebacker. Love it. And, and I, I told you this often happens when I ask a question and then it turns into something else. But you've heard a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say the Georgia, if you just drafted the Georgia defense, you'd have an NFL ready defense. If we took the Georgia defense and put them up against the worst off NFL offense you can think of, which we're not going to be mean on the show, but we'll just put that there. Would you guys, would you guys be able to compete with the worst NFL offense? And 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 normally I laugh at that question. People are always like, "Oh, Alabama, Georgia against," you know, for for years it was the Browns. Not anymore. The Browns are really good. But um, what what is your what is your thoughts on that conversation? I'm I'm gonna put it like this. So um, early in the season, Nolan Nolan Smith made a, a statement basically saying, "We don't care if it's the New England Patriots. We don't want them to put to get in our end zone." I feel right. like that that, that that statement stands. You know, we don't um, if if it was the defense, it's, it's more so of a mentality. We don't care who we playing. You know, we we uh we was gazing ourselves on being one of the best defenses in the nation. Uh, in the in the ever come through, we was comparing ourselves to defense to NFL and college defenses that have that have come over the last 20, 30 years. It wasn't the defenses from the other. From the other schools this past year, we was comparing it to the, some of the best defenses that have ever come, uh, have ever played the game. So, I feel like it's gonna we gonna battle, we gonna work for sure. All right, last thing I got you, and then I'll get you out of here, man. 
what is an NFL team getting in the Kobe Dean? You know, we talked about the skill sets. We talked about, you know, what you do in your free time. But as far as the player, person, human being, an NFL team is going to get when they spend a draft pick on the Kobe Dean, what are they getting? I feel like uh, outside of all the physical things, of course, I feel like uh, you're going to get somebody who, who got a mindset that's unmatched, you know, and, you know, not just as a football player, but as a person. You know, I, like I said, I said this before. Um, I do anything illegal to win, you know. Um, because at this point we we in the uh, in the in the league where we where we want to win, we want to win every game, and, you know, winning pays. So you know, uh, having and I feel like my mindset, my leadership, and my winning attitude is you know what what the team get. We uh, me and Mark have fought on our shows a few times because he's a Patriots fan, I'm a Cowboys fan. We uh <laughs> we're we're sitting there at 21 and 24, and we're like. You know, you better not take him because if he's there at 24, we're taking him. And it's been a uh, it's been a debate on some of these shows that we've had. And we don't know if you're going to make it that far, but uh, if you do, we're, we're the fan the fans coming out and some yeah, of our analysis. So we're, we're gonna we're gonna be fighting over it for sure. So we, we appreciate your time. We know this this off season's been crazy for you. you. Know this next month is probably gonna be even crazier as you take some visits and all that. But we uh, we appreciate the time. We can't wait to see where you end up come draft day, man. Definitely. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for having. Me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We were on the Kobe Dean, Georgia linebacker, national champion. He's got a, a ton of those accolades in his uh, tool belt and a ton of skill set that, that you're. I know you as fans watching this are excited to see play out in the NFL. Uh, he did, did a ton of good things on Saturdays, and he's going to do a ton of more good things on Sundays. So we look forward to seeing where you end up, and uh, we're uh, rooting for you, man. Good luck throughout this process, and we hope to talk to you again soon in the future. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. You have a good one.